Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. For 16 years, Father Kevin Scallon served as spiritual advisor to the Magnificat Central Service Team. He was a faithful teacher of Catholic doctrine. He was devoted to Blessed Mother Mary and always ready to answer questions about living out our faith. He wrote numerous articles, sharing his words of wit and wisdom for the Magnificat newsletter. My name is Tom Green, and I'm pleased to have the opportunity of reading one of those articles for you today. This article is called The Rosary, A Walk to Emmaus. When I was a boy, I used to watch my father stooped across a chair as we all knelt saying the family rosary, my mother beside him. Somehow you expect your mother to be a person of prayer, but there's something powerfully impressive about watching your father at prayer. It is an image that has stayed with me all my life and to this day has been the best sermon I ever heard on prayer. The greatness of the rosary lies in its power to help us walk in the footsteps of Jesus. It draws us into those eternal moments in the life of Christ. In each mystery we gaze as through a window to contemplate with Mary the life and mysteries of her Son. As at all her great shrines, Mary is never concerned to draw her children to herself, but to her son. We recite the Hail Marys and gaze on Jesus, who allows us to be with him at each moment from the Annunciation to the crowning of his mother as queen. The rosary, like the cycle of the liturgical year, follows Jesus from the events of his young life, the joyful mysteries, through his passion and death, the sorrowful mysteries culminating in his glorious resurrection, Pentecost, and the final glorification of Mary, the woman clothed with the sun, as we read in Revelation chapter 12. For simplicity and depth, it would be hard to imagine a more perfect prayer. As we finger the beads and recite the Hail Marys, the words of Scripture pass before our mind, and we drink, quote, from the spring of living water welling up to eternal life in John chapter 4. And, quote, our hearts burn within us, end of quote, Luke chapter 24. Some years ago, I called on a friend of mine. His wife told me that he was in the den. What she didn't tell me was that he was with his 10-year-old son teaching him how to pray the rosary. I would be willing to bet that little boy will never forget how to pray the rosary 
as long as he lives. Sadly, there are so many today who do not know how to pray this wonderful prayer. Dare we hope that Father Peyton's great slogan could be heard once again and that families might begin to pray the rosary once more. The rosary is everyone's prayer. Princes and presidents, rich and poor, young and old, saints and sinners, find in it a way of praying that is simple and yet profound. Our Blessed Mother loves this prayer. The Church has set aside this month of October as the month of the Holy Rosary. Saint Padre Pio said that the Rosary is like a great sword that Mary puts into the hands of her children to defend themselves against the evil one. Very many people, including myself, have found this to be true. Our Blessed Mother does help us in moments of spiritual combat. The powers of darkness fear her and flee from her presence. Everyone has a personal approach to this prayer. I like to say it in a quiet place on my own. I keep a rosary in my right-hand pocket, and I pray it as I stand in line or wait for planes or trains or whatever it may be. Families should pray it in the home with an image of Mary a lighted candle, and with each member being asked to do their part. German-speaking peoples have the custom of adding a phrase after the name of Jesus in the first half of the Hail Mary. This phrase keeps helps us to keep in mind the theme of each decade. For example, Thy womb, Jesus, to whom you, Mary, gave birth. Thy womb, Jesus, who was crucified for us, or thy womb, Jesus, who crowns you Virgin Mary in heaven. Personally, I found this an extremely helpful way of keeping my mind at rest while meditating on each mystery. And of course, the rosary has a definite therapeutic effect. When you find prayer difficult, the rosary will help you. It will pray for you. It will quiet your distracted mind or troubled soul and bring you to calmness and serenity. In fact, according to a study in the British Medical Journal, reciting the rosary could improve your cardiovascular well-being. Seemingly, it has the effect of synchronizing respiratory and cardiac rhythms, which, as everyone knows, could only be good for you by Father Kevin Scallon. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.